The Staying Healthy Show is owned and produced by Stay Healthy Media, Inc. All opinions expressed by the hosts or guests are their own and are not endorsed by either radio station management or any of its advertisers. My name is Jeffrey Burke, and I'm a 40-year veteran of the natural products industry. I'm a naturopathic practitioner, a master herbalist, and the host of the Staying Healthy Radio Show. My shows air Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. here on 1230 a.m. I bring you relevant topics that we all need to know about and the best guests in the industry who bring the newest up-to-date information to my show. All of the shows stream live every day from 8 to 9 a.m. And for those of you who cannot listen live, you can listen to my podcast at stayhealthylasvegas.com and download the shows on demand. The show is sponsored by Stay Healthy Health Food Store, located at 840 South Rancho Drive on the corner of Rancho and Charleston in the Smith's Plaza. Visit them and see what a full-service local retailer can do for you. They offer exceptional service, the most knowledgeable staff, the highest quality products, and awesome prices. The hours of the store are 9 to 6, Monday through Saturday, closed on Sunday. I look forward to chatting with all of you soon. Stay healthy. Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Good morning. I hope everyone's having a great day and that it's starting out to be a good one. Obviously, it's going to be a warm one, that's for sure. But I think what we're going to do is we're going to, you know, get a little bit adjusted to it. You know, it's so funny how every single year we say the same thing. Was it this hot last year? Of course it was. And then we uh, kind of get to ourselves where we, you know, we think to ourselves, what can we do? to make it better and what can we do to really make ourselves a little bit more efficient at dealing with with the overall I guess the overall journey of getting through the summer months you know I I think that we have to do is we need to make sure uh, that we are we are focusing we are focusing on the big picture, the big picture, which is, you know, getting through the summer, enjoying our summer months, but also being able to do it wisely. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about surviving the summer heat and making a difference so that we can actually feel better and really enjoy it. The Staying Healthy Radio Show. Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning. This show is where I am able to talk about the things that are relevant for today's world. I bring you some of the best guests in the industry, some of the best minds, the formulators, educators, company founders, research scientists, educators, these people that are out there teaching and are training and are very relevant for this topic today. I remember when I started just at 40 years ago on the air. We didn't have a lot to talk about. Because there wasn't a lot to talk about. We didn't we didn't have the research. We didn't have all the technology. We didn't have the selection. We didn't have a lot of these things on our side that we do today. We've also gone from treating nutrition as a luxury and something that might be a good idea to being something that is hands down necessary for us to be able to survive and live a healthier life. The things we do every day cause a lot of our problems. These are controllable variables. We talk about them all the time. 
There's things we can't control, but there's a heck of a lot of things that we can. So those are the things we talk about on the show Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning. Remember, if you can't tune in live and you don't want to miss a show or you heard part of a show and you want to hear the rest, or you want to send your friends or your family or your coworkers to a show that you heard that you think would be perfect for them to hear, send them to Stay Healthy's webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Their newly revamped webpage has all of the podcasts up to date. Uh, relevant and available downloads just by clicking you can listen to any of the show on demand Uh, so that makes it a lot easier you know while you're there enter your email address to stay connected to the store and also print a coupon you know that you can use on your next visit stay healthy health food store las vegas's oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade of the las vegas valley they really do work hard to make sure that they are not only relevant and up to date but they are making sure that they have all the information. They can have a dialogue and a conversation with you. They can answer questions. And because they're a fully packed, full service environment store, you get that amazing service. You know, the kind of service we used to get years ago. You know, when you went somewhere and you were feel welcome and you felt comfortable and you could have great conversations and you couldn't wait to go back again. That's Stay Healthy Health Food Store. You know, a full service environment in the middle of a terribly... Um, unserving uh, self-service world. You know, because most places you go today, you can barely get anyone to pay attention to you, to greet you, to welcome you to their store, much less answer questions. And it's very, very disheartening where a lot of retail has gone today. And I guess it's in every part of the world today. You know, you're we're not well appreciated for our patronage. And especially when you're dealing with something as important as your health and well-being, Don't you think you'd want to go somewhere where the people not only have the answers, but they have the best of the best products and they can help to have a conversation and tailor that conversation, not to the general public, but to you. And you can have that chat and that talk and be able to get clarity for some of the misinformation that's so rampant out there today that just confuses everybody. They'll help you with that. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston. You know, being in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley and being Las Vegas's oldest independent health food retailer, they have longevity, but they have all the other things as well. The most knowledgeable staff, the best customer service, uh, amazing education, information, uh, relevance, passion. I don't want to go anywhere else when I'm thinking about my health and well-being. I want to go somewhere where I can ask a question. If I don't know the answer, I want to go there to find out the answer. And if I'm looking for the best of the best in a department and I want to try something, use something, I'm going there because I know that they're going to carry the best choices and they're going to make that choice easy for me. That's why I go. That's why I send everybody there. If you're not going to stay healthy health food store, you may be missing a vital part of your healthy journey with information, education, great choices of the best of the best. And why would you want to do anything else? Visit them. Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, they're closed on Sunday. Remember, if you're looking to have things delivered or mail order to you, they have those services available. And you can call them at 877-2494-877-2494. Well, today, like I said, we're going to attack the heat. We're going to talk about sustaining and living and surviving the summer heat in Las Vegas that we experience every single year, even though we can never remember that it was like this. You know, the same thing happens when we get to... Um, the end of the year and it starts to cool down and I hear the same questions. Was it this cool last year? Yes, it's the same every year. 
So let's talk about some tips we can do first and maybe some ideas for surviving a little bit better and maybe being able to, you know, really get some, some extra good mileage out of some extra tips that might make your summer better. Remember in the summer, you know, you don't want to wear really tight clothing. You want to wear looser fitting clothing. And looser fitting clothing today is probably more, more popular and more common than anything else. You know, using um, loose-fitting white cotton or linen shirts are very, very effective. Dark fabrics have a tendency to absorb light more than lighter ones. So, you know, remembering to uh, wear lighter clothing is probably a really good idea, and looser clothing as well. I think people just forget about it. Try to stay in air conditioning as much as you can. You know, when you really think about it, you're in an air-conditioned house, you go to an air-conditioned car, you go into an air-conditioned business or office, back to your air-conditioned car, so you're really not out in the heat that much. But if you want to be out in the heat, some tips that you can do, and we'll talk about those today, but one of my best tips is stay out and do everything you need to do and get it done and then go in and cool down because once you go in and cool down, going back out in the heat seems a lot harder. And I'm going to stress this really importantly. Please do not take your pets with you. If it is not a service animal that is welcomed at a business where you are going or an event that you are going to, leave your animals at home. It's really, really important to be able to uh, keep them in their environment where they're cool because I, 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 every, every time I hear of something like this, it just I, it breaks my heart that somebody will take their animal and get out of the car and just leave them in a hot car. You know, for those people that do that, they need to sit in the car themselves for 10 to 15 minutes and see that temperature jump up to 120, 130 and uh, see how they experience it. Maybe they'll learn their lesson about leaving someone in the car. People do this with little kids too. Oh my God, what are you thinking? I mean, where is the stupidity level? I mean, where is the lack of focus? If you can't take your animal in every single place that you go, you leave them at home. I don't care if you open and crack a window. Try sitting in your car today at 113, 114 degrees with the window cracked. And let me see how long you last. So I'm passionate about this because we want to protect, you know, the parts of our world that have no voice, our animals and small children. So if you can't remember for some ridiculously foolish reason that you can't remember to take your animal in that you've left in the car, first of all, you don't deserve an animal. And second of all, leave them at home. And if you have to write a note to yourself to take your child out of the booster seat in the back, probably shouldn't have kids and probably um, shouldn't be taking them with you. All right, not in my, my soapbox right now. It just, I mean, we have broken windows in cars. I remember when I had my store over on uh, Sahara, you know, there was a lady that had uh, two beautiful uh, uh, Great Danes in her car. No, they were, um, they were, I uh, can't remember, they were boxers, I'm so sorry. And she left them out there. It was hot. And I went out, I was looking and they were so hot in there. And we looked everywhere for her. I finally, we called the police, came over and he said, how bad it is? And I said, they're going to, they're going to die. He said, break the window. And we did. We broke the window. We got them out. I took them in the store. We watered them down. We cooled them down. And she was playing poker machines at the grocery store next door. Well, all I know is they took her away and she lost her dogs. The dogs were taken away from her, which I think is wonderful. But um, she said, I cracked the window. That was her excuse. And uh, it was not good. But the dogs were fine. Put in some electrolytes in their water. They were in my back room, and they were cooling down. And 
They didn't want to go anywhere near her, so I don't even think she ever saw them again, and that's okay. So please just think about it. If you're walking through the parking lot and you see someone getting out of their car and the animal is in there, please say something. And, you know, and don't feel bad about it. Just say something. I know it's hard today because you never know how crazy people can be, but um, please say something so that animal doesn't die because of foolish and stupidity of their owner. The other thing is, if you are outdoors and you're going to be out there for a long period during the day, maybe a short break in a little cool down area is good or under a tree or someplace where you're in more shade, that's a good idea. Some people come in from the heat when they walk out to work outside. I have people that do construction and pools and landscaping. They will say that they'll go home halfway through the day and they will cool down, take a, a shower, cool down their body completely and really take like an hour rest uh, or a, a, like a cool down kind of rejuvenating nap and then they'll go back out and do their next job. If you are at home during the day, close your drapes, close your blinds, keep it cooler from the sun, um, use ceiling fans to help circulate. Uh, the, the weather, the, the cooler uh, air in your house from your air conditioning. Um, and look into some of those individual room uh, small little air conditioning units. Sometimes when you're in a big house, you may have parts of the house that you don't use. So you can close the vents in those rooms if you're never in there and just cool down the parts of the house that you use. I have a friend that has a five-bedroom house and she lives alone. All the kids are gone. And she's a widow, so she closes four of the bedrooms and three of the bathrooms vents. She said there's absolutely no reason to cool down those rooms. So they're quite warm, but no one's ever in there unless someone comes to stay. And she just cools down the part of the house that she uses. That makes really good sense. So if you can do that, that does help. So these are some controllable variables. Um, the other thing is, if you're going to be out in the heat, wear sunscreen. We are more, you know, aimed at the, at the skin cancer problem today, probably, you know, more than any other time. You know, men, if you are follically challenged, wear a hat. Uh, but use some sunscreen on the top of your ears, on your face, on your neck, and the back of your neck, uh, and arms and things that are exposed. I have a lot of people that drive during the day, and a lot of them have their arm up along the window. And you can burn pretty intently right through the glass, or, you know, even if it's a day when you can have your window open, uh, your arm can burn. So make sure you're using sunscreen on that arm and anything else that's exposed to the heat. And, of course, again avoiding heavy-duty strenuous or, um, you know, high-energy activities. And the other thing is, this is something you might want to think about doing. And I saw this um, on the Internet just about a week ago. They said if you could put your hand on the cement and you could hold it there for about 7 to 10 seconds without it really, really burning, then it's probably okay to take your dogs for a walk. But if it's hot to the touch, that's what they feel on their feet. Have you ever walked to the mailbox in in July or August in bare feet, it is awful. It is just, I mean, your feet hurt. They burn. I mean, it takes a while for them to stop hurting after you get back to a cooler area on a rug or in your house on a cooler floor. So imagine how their pads of their feet feel as well. So yeah, I am aiming a lot of this at animals as well, but you know, everybody's exposed to the heat and you know, we have a voice and we can say something they can't. Keep an idea in your mind and keep um, kind of a list, a checklist available in your head on days and what to watch for, for things like heat illness, things like muscle cramps and spasms and muscle pain, uh, heavy duty sweating, paleness, weakness, dizziness, headaches, nausea, vomiting, uh, confusion, fainting, even unconsciousness. 
uh, when temperatures are over 100 degrees. A rapid pulse. These are all things that heat stress might be an issue. Now, you know, you see in the summer, there's a lot of picnics and things going on. And I think that's great. But, you know, make sure that people are hydrated. You know, and, and I think a lot of people just don't think about the importance of hydration. And, you know, it's not a real issue to you unless it becomes an issue. And I understand that. But we have to remember that things, uh, you know, become clear when we're faced with the situation that goes along with it. Now, we talk a lot about uh, trace mineral research. They're trace minerals. They're liquids. Now, it's become even more popular. I add it to every single thing I drink during the day. I'm not out in the heat that much, but I also travel a lot. I'm in all different kinds of climates and all different kinds of temperatures and environments around the country. I mean, I'll leave a really hot area here or in Arizona, and then I'll go to the, the East Coast, and then it's 90 degrees, but it's like 98% humidity, and you are dripping wet. When you're dripping wet, you're losing electrolytes. So people can overheat in even humid areas as well. I mean, and you're soaking wet. There, it's, it's the weirdest thing. And I was raised in the Midwest, so I mean, I do remember humidity. But you know, you get ready and you take a shower. By the time you water your car, you are soaking wet. It, it's, it's annoying. And everybody that lived there, like in Florida or North Carolina or South Carolina, or those places all say the same thing. Well, that's just the way it is here. And I'm just like, all right. Same thing we say when we go, but it's a dry heat. You know, and I've always said, you know, it's still hot. If I can crack an egg on the sidewalk in August and it cooks, it's hot. I don't care dry heat or not. And you still need to protect yourself. And like I said, we do spend a lot of our time, you know, in air conditioning. So, you know, we, we're, we're pretty well protected in many areas. So, But we need to make sure that we are, you know, protecting ourselves as much as we can. You know, sometimes when you're enjoying the heat with your friends and your family, it's important to remember that weather can be pretty dangerous. It can be enjoyable, it can be fun, especially if you're in an area where you're tired of the snow and the blizzards and the, and the, the cold weather and the temperatures being so you know, adverse during the winter months. But make sure that you're, you're doing things that you really need to do. Now our air conditioners are working a lot more now, so you wanna make sure that you're changing your filters every two weeks. Um, you don't have to buy the real expensive filters. You can buy the cheaper ones. We just want things in there that trap particulate. And remember that little hint that we always talk about. You know, when you open it up to take your filter out, have a large plastic garbage bag there. Put it immediately in the bag and seal the bag. Sounds simple, but you know, have you ever tried to carry a filter through the house without banging it on the banister or the stairs or the wall or your leg? Because everything that's in it all releases back out into the air again. Why re-release what's already been captured? Put it in a bag, and then if the bag bumps into something, it doesn't matter. Both of my returns are upstairs, so I'll turn both um, of them on. And I usually don't have mine on downstairs because I pretty much live in my upstairs. Um, but uh, when I'm downstairs, I turn everything on. But what I do is I turn them both on, I open them both up, I take both filters out, put it in a bag, seal it, and then I throw it over the banister to the front door, and then I just have to take it out. And then I, you know put in the new filters and close them up. Because I used to do that. I'd walk down the stairs and I'd bang it into my leg, hit it on the banister. You know, and then I turn around and all that dust and particulate, you could see it in the air. And I'm thinking, well, this was stupid. I mean, all I've done is just put everything back that just got done being taken care of. So that's just a little simple thing, but you might want to make sure you're doing that. Um, and make sure you're using your fans correctly. Ceiling fans should run counterclockwise to force the air down and make you feel cooler. You know, you could also, um, in the winter months, you might want to draw the heat up a little bit more, but 
you know, turning them counterclockwise really does help those air conditioning uh, units work better and it draws that cold air that are coming out of the ceiling down to where you are to cool you down. So, you know, simple tip, but it really does make a difference. Eat a lot of water containing food. You know, lots of fruits, lots of soups, lots of juices, lots of wonderful drinks, keeping yourself hydrated. Um, and also make sure that your meals are a little bit lighter. Sometimes when we overeat in the warmer weather, we get very bloated, but we also, you know, kind of get very tired, very fatigued. Um, so, you know, make sure that you're, you're doing things that, you know, are not going to overload your system. Now, if you want to walk and you're doing, you know, you want to be outside and keeping energetic, have you thought about mall walking? Most of the malls that are here in the Valley, and I'm sure in other areas where you're listening as well, usually open up to the mall walkers early in the morning. They get there early. There's usually one door that's open. They go in and they walk the mall. And the great thing about it, and I think the thing that I want to remember about this all the time is that when people are doing this, they're doing it for many reasons. To keep active, it's a great social environment. They're talking to people when they're walking. But, you know, they're not there leisurely walking around. These people are hoofing it. Um, they're there getting their exercise, but they're doing it in a safe environment, in a climate-controlled environment, uh, and they don't have to worry about being out in the heat. And I think it's absolutely wonderful. You know, I think it's really, really great. I have a, a friend of mine, and his wife is in a wheelchair. And for her, she just enjoys going, but he goes and he pushes her around, so he gets that exercise plus the walking exercise. And then usually when they get to the end, they'll park the wheelchair, and then she'll use a cane, and they will walk one one whole loop around with her walking and then put her back in the chair. Is it good for them? It's fantastic. You know, it's a good camaraderie. They have friends that are there. They get exercise and they're climate controlled and they're safe. You know, so I, I think that that's really important. And like I said, there's a way to do things. You know, and if these are things you don't know about, then make a call, you know, call some of the malls and ask them, you know, what door is open? What time do they open? And what time do you allow us to walk in the mall? Of course, you can always go during regular business hours. You just have to dodge people that way. Um, be informed of the weather. You know, keep an idea on what's going on in the weather and, and know it and try to plan some of your seven-day uh, ahead events a little bit more accordingly with hopefully what has been predicted with the weather just so you're able to, you know, be a little bit more on top of your game. You know, just being aware. If you have people that are at an event and you're at a picnic, you're outside, you're at the lake, you're at the beach, you're hiking, you're camping... Make sure you check, check on your people that you think might be more of a high-risk person. People that are over 65, people that might be more overweight, you know, make sure they're hydrating uh, because the weight can actually raise your body temperature. Um, obviously, uh, keeping people in the shade in the cooler areas is a good idea. I have some friends that sent a picture. They went up to and they rented a, a part of a campground and there were five families there and they had a huge tent set up in the middle with, with walls on three sides and inside there, uh, they had generators also. So they actually had fans moving the air, and it did cool down in the evening, so it was a really cooler place to be. Uh, and people would sit there and relax under there, and then everybody, they go out in the lake, and then they'd go fishing and all that stuff. But when they came back, most people would cool down in that one area. So that's something that is um, uh, really, really a, uh, a great idea. So, you know, know your surroundings and know what you can do. Know what works, but ask questions. I mean, we don't have to recluse in the house. I mean, you don't have to hide from the heat. You just need to take the time to protect yourself just a little bit more. And I think that that's really, really important. 
Some other things that you want to keep in mind is um, when you're hydrating, um, make your water wetter. Add those trace minerals. You know, I have companies in town that I know that have landscaping and pool and construction companies um, that are outside a lot and they're working in the heat. You know, you'll see their trucks and they've got those big, gigantic, like, thermos containers there that hold, you know, 10 to 15 gallons of liquid. They're smart, and what they do is they'll mix up a drink. It's either a powdered juice or it's a lemonade or whatever. It doesn't matter, or water. Uh, they fill it with ice, and then they add their trace minerals to it. And the reason that they do it, a lot of bosses and managers do it as well because they want their crews to stay healthy. They don't want them exhausted. They don't want them exposed to being, you know, having sunstroke and heat exhaustion. So they add the electrolytes to it knowing that they all drink from it all day long. They're all filling up their bottles and their cups from it. Every time they're drinking, they're actually getting those wonderful electrolytes. And to me, that's such a smarter idea than drinking a lot of the sports drinks where, number one, you get very little electrolytes, and number two, you get all that extra sugar and all those other chemicals that are in there. So it's a really good thing to do. You know, if you make up juice and iced tea and things at the house and you're in the refrigerator for the family or yourself, add electrolytes. Every time you drink a glass of something, you're getting some electrolytes. You know, you can add it to beverages. If you don't throw a whole bunch in there, you really don't even notice taste. So it's a good thing to do. Um, one of my really, really good customers makes popsicles. She makes electrolyte popsicles. She always has a lot of kids at the house. They're always out of the pool. They know that there's popsicles. She always is making them. She buys those popsicle containers. She has like 10 of them in her freezer. So she puts lemonade in there. She adds electrolytes. She puts juice in there, adds electrolytes. Um, she all, does all kinds of things. Sometimes she'll just, you know, crush up. Uh, she'll thaw out her organic fruit that she has in the freezer, and then she'll mash it down, and she'll put some of that in those little popsicle containers with water, and that adds electrolytes. And then the kids love them. They're real fruit, and they're water, and they're electrolytes, and they taste great. The whole idea is every time you are sustaining fluidity to your body and putting fluids in one way or another through popsicles or liquids or beverages or even your smoothie, you're getting electrolytes. There was a time that everything we ate had great minerals in it. There was a time when everything that came from the soil had a good amount of those minerals that we needed to keep our electrolyte balance. But the soils are stripped and the, soil, the soils are naked and we're not getting it anymore. You know, and a really good visible sign of us being deficient in minerals is the amount of younger people that have bone and joint and muscle and ligament problems. I mean, it is not uncommon for me to hear from a 30 or 40-year-old that went in for a DEXA scan to the doctor and they said, your bones are like an 80-year-old. That never happened before. Number one, we were doing very strenuous weight-bearing exercise. People were working harder, you know, doing much, much more physical exercise, where today we don't do as much physical exercise unless you actually go out and do physical exercise, but your, your everyday routine, for the most part, does really not uh, provide a lot of physical activity because most people are in offices and behind computers and, you know, they're not out doing the strenuous working in the fields and stuff. No, a lot of people are, but nowhere close to where it was, you know, four or five decades ago. So we have to remember that we're seeing some of the signs of this and we're seeing that the food that we're eating not providing things that we probably took for granted in the past. So we need to make sure that we are supplementing them. So if everything you drink had added trace minerals to it, doesn't doesn't that just make sense? I mean, it does to me. I mean, I carry a little, couple little bottles with me when I'm on the plane. I always have enough for the week. 
Uh, I also carry the trace mineral research, those little pocket packs, which come in, what, 11, 12, or 13 different flavors now. They're always with me. I carry them on the plane. I carry them in my briefcase. I have them in my suitcase. I have them in my computer bag. Um, and I carry a couple dozen with me all the time. All the time. Because sometimes I give them away to people. You know, I was on a plane just two weeks ago, and the lady in front of me jumped out of her seat so fast, I thought she got stung by a bee, and she was doing the aisle cramping walk. And I know that look. I mean, I've done it before. I used to have those when I didn't take minerals, and she was just doing everything she could, and she walked it out for a little bit. She was rubbing her leg, and she was standing by the restroom in the back, and it was a night flight. You know, a lot of people were sacked out. So I walked all the way to the back. I said, how you doing? She goes, this cramp is terrible. And I asked the flight attendant, I said, can I have a water? And I told her, I said, drink a little bit of this water. So she did. And then I opened up the packet and I put it in, shook it up. I said, drink this. These are electrolytes. I said, it'll make a dramatic difference. So she did. And then she got another water and I gave her another one. And it was about maybe 20, 30 minutes later, you know, and it already passed. But, you know, if you've ever had one of those toe-curling leg cramps, your muscle can hurt for days. Um, but she turned around and she says, I can't believe it. Thank you so much. She goes, she goes, I'm keeping the packets. I'm going to go get some of these. She goes, I travel a lot, and this happens a lot. I said, do you hydrate? She goes, she goes, I'd love to say that I'm really good with my fluids, but I'm not. She goes, but I am now. And I said, okay. I said, but make sure that every time you drink something, and I told her about the liquid drops, uh, and I pulled it up on her uh, on my phone because I have them logged in and I have pictures of a lot of the products I talk about. And I said, see this picture? I said, and I wrote down for her, I said, get these and get the pocket packs when you're the power packs when you go to your um, health food store. And the funny thing was, she wasn't visiting Las Vegas. She lives in Las Vegas and we we're flying to, where were we going? Uh, we were going to Oklahoma. No, I was going to Wichita first and then we drove to Oklahoma. So I was going to Wichita. And she was going to see family. So I sent her in to see March. And I said, go get some of the liquid trace minerals. Go make sure you're getting some of these power packs. Have them with you all the time. And we talked a little bit more. She had urinary tract problems. So I told her about um, the uh, probiotics and one of the formulas, which I think is amazing by Life Seasons for urinary tract care. And she wasn't even taking a multiple vitamin. And I said, you got to get a good whole food multi in there. I said, you can't starve yourself of nutrients from today's diets. So she was good with that, and, you know, she took notes, and we were talking. Everybody else seemed to be kind of out, so we were just chatting. So uh, it was a good conversation, and I'm glad I had those with me. That's one reason I carry them, because it happens a lot, you know, around us, so keeping that in mind. Um, other people ask all the time uh, for um, minerals in supplement form. I recommend the Mesotrace minerals. I've been recommending them for a very, very long time at nighttime to replenish the uh, the minerals that we need. Erwin um, Naturals also makes a magnesium and ashwagandha combination with three magnesiums. This is really nice because what it does is it allows you to get that magnesium in three different forms because magnesium works on the brain, it works on the muscles, it works on the heart, it works on the nervous system. Three different kinds of magnesium in there, but also ashwagandha for mood. So that's a really great formula. And that's a soft gel made by Erwin Naturals. Uh, we talked about the power packs. Uh, which I think are amazing. There's also uh, chewable magnesium gummies that you can get from Garden of Life. Magnesium is very, very crucial. Even if you're using magnesium, you still want to take your electrolytes because those are everything, all of the electrolytes. Uh, magnesium is kind of one of the visible ones that most of us are deficient in. Um, a lot of people will ask, they'll say, you know, is it 
okay to continue doing these things all year long. And I think it's actually very, very important. In the summer, we experience noticeable dehydration, heat exhaustion, sunstroke, and absolute wrung out feeling of exhaustion due to the weather and sweating and being dehydrated. We see it, we feel it. In the winter months, we don't feel that hot heat dehydration, but you know the funny thing is, most people dehydrate more in the colder months than they do in the, winter, in the summer months. Why? First of all, they stop drinking water. They stop hydrating their body because they're not feeling the signs of dehydration like they do in the summer. We also have more urinary tract, more bladder and kidney infections in the, midder, in the winter. More people get constipated due to lack of fluids and lack of moisture. And, you know, even those are not things to motivate people to drink more fluids and hydrate and take their minerals during the winter. The one thing that really does kind of get us more aimed in the right direction in the winter for drinking water is what happens in the spring when you start shedding all those heavy clothes and you see that you lost the plumpness of your skin. You are more wrinkled than you were before and you are showing your age a lot more. People that drink their water year-round, their skin is better. They're more hydrated. Their skin is hydrated and plump. Um, you know, today we add all different kinds of things to our skin topically, and you'll hear the commercial, add plumpness to your skin. You know, add fullness to your skin. Soothe and make your skin look more moisturized. That's great. But you know where the moisture comes from? It comes from the inside. It comes from the inside of the body where you are starting this hydration process. It comes from the middle. It comes from the middle of the body outward toward the skin. If you take care of your skin nutritionally and you give yourself the supplements and the nourishing things that you need and all the oils and plenty of fluids for hydration, your skin is going to look good. You know, I not to toot my own horn, but thank goodness I don't have overly uh, aged skin at my age. Now, what's interesting is I see a lot of people that are from the area I'm from, people that are in my age bracket, and I think to myself, they're not water drinkers, and they're probably not hydrating and probably not taking care of their skin because just because you're 50 or 60 doesn't mean you need to look like you're 80. Is it ever too late? No. Start hydrating today. There's still new skin cells coming out. You still need to hydrate every day from the inside. You still need oils to lubricate because you're not just lubricating your skin. You're also lubricating your joints and your tissue. Um, most oils like omega-3s, whether it's flaxseed oil or fish oil, they're all hydrating, moisturizing, but they also can tend to be a little bit more anti-inflammatory. So that's effective. You know, if you're on a lot of medications, medications can be dehydrating as well. So there's a lot of different things that we can do. There's a lot of things we can control, but we have got to stop thinking that everything is seasonal. Remember the last two years, and I just mentioned this the other day, remember the last two years when we started thinking about, everybody started saying immune system, keeping my immune system stronger. I need things for my immune system. Well, the immune system's not new. The immune system's always been there. It works for us every single day, our entire life, for preventing pathogens and viruses and bacteria from damaging the body. It's either really strong or really weak. And the better our, our diet is, the better our lifestyle is, the healthier our world is, you know, the things that we control, the healthier our immune system is. But the funny thing is, you know, and I was guilty of this for the longest time, you know, we get to be like October and I'd start telling people to start amping up their protective mechanism, their immune system. 
getting ready for quote unquote flu and cold season. And to that point, you know, I was kind of in that mindset. But the thing is, what we've learned, what we've all learned, is that viruses and pathogens and infections do not follow a calendar. It's not like they wake up and they're like, all right, October 1st, let's go get them. It doesn't happen that way. It is around us all year long. It's just during, sometimes during the winter months, colder weather, dehydration, uh, travel around more people, uh, different climates, the stress of the holidays, end of the year. I mean, so many different factors that we can, you know, step us down a few ladders, ladder rungs, if you will, to a more unhealthy kind of situation. And then we end up being more privy to the things that the rest of the year we're able to deal with okay. But now we've opened doors to viruses and things. So when people call it flu and cold season, it's actually year-round flu and cold season. It's just during the winter, we create an environment where we're more susceptible to uh, actually having these problems and having them be more visible. Um, so what I usually tell people to do is, you know, keep your immune system strong all year. Now, if you're using extra things around the holidays, you're maybe taking some supplemental zinc or you're taking extra vitamin D that you should be taking all year, maybe adding in some extra elderberry when you're traveling and things like that, that's fine. But it also is a good idea to take all your supplements year-round, but maybe add in maybe a blended combination for the immune system and maybe just do one a day or two a day. Now, for me, it's a little different because I'm on the road so much and I travel so much and I'm in so many different environments and we're on so many people. If you've flown lately, you'll know what I mean. I mean, we are packed in like sardines. And so you're exposed to things that you cannot control. So for me, I stay on my immune formula. I take a little bit of extra zinc and elderberry. I didn't do as much as I was doing during the height of the pandemic, but I'm still supplementing a little bit more than what I usually do now every day because I'm more privy to it and more exposed. But I mean, if you're home and you're not out there that much and things like that, chances are you're just trying to keep your body, you know, just healthy. So maybe using something like, you know, once a day, maybe one of the immune formulas. Look at Irwin Naturals, their ImmunoShield and their ImmunoShield with elderberry. Let's say you just do one a day or Source Naturals Wellness Formula. Maybe you just do maybe one a day of those because it's loaded with great beneficial nutrients and everybody can use a little bit of help all year long. You never know. You never really know, you know, when you're going to become exposed because they don't let you know. You don't get an email. You don't get a text. You just know that we're going to be in areas where there's going to be a problem. You know, people say all the time, you know, I was at this event and everybody got sick and I didn't. And I said, great for you. I said, your immune system must be tuned up. You must be taking better care of yourself. And the interesting thing is when I have that conversation, I'll usually look in their face and I, they were probably more lucky because chances are they weren't really doing anything really above and beyond. But I guarantee you that moving forward, they probably will. I had this conversation about two months ago. A friend of mine went to a party, and there was about 100 people there. And almost everybody that was there that he knew got sick. They either got COVID or they got a flu or a cold because it was just an environment where people were just, you know, there was a lot of East Coast people. The weather had really not adjusted yet. It was still cold. People were still experiencing some weather problems. So there was the normal colds and things going on. So I digress. He gets home and he feels fine and he's hearing from everybody and everybody's sick. He tested negative for COVID. He's not sick, no symptoms. So he says to me, I, I can't understand why I was there with everybody else. I said, well, your immune system is probably good order. I, I said, it must be all those extra things you're doing for your immune system. And he said, you know, I just think it's luck. 
And I said, that's also a possibility. I said, but what did that luckiness do for you mentally? He said, it's reminded me that I should take a little bit better care and maybe do a little bit extra every day just as a preventive uh, because I might not be lucky the next time. And I said, well, there you go. And I think that's what happens because do I think it's, you know, I had this conversation with someone the other day. They said, have you ever had a speeding ticket? And I said, no, I never have. And they said, is that because you're a great driver? And I went, no, it's because I've just been really lucky. Have I had times when I was speeding? Absolutely. Especially you're driving through the mountains of Colorado or driving to Arizona, the worst drive ever because of ugh, brown and, and Joshua trees. It's terrible. I just wasn't caught. So that's, you know, that's, I mean, that's luck. That's what it is. I mean, it's not skill. It's not having amazing driving skills. It's just meaning that I was just kind of lucky. It's the same thing when you go to an event and people get sick and you don't. A lot of it is luck. A lot of it is maybe you were more hydrated that day. Maybe your diet was really good. Maybe that day you just took some extra vitamin C and zinc and vitamin D and you just kind of felt like you wanted to be more prepared, a better protocol. Or, bottom line, it's luck. Well, whatever it is, hopefully it'll give you an awareness when everyone else around you got sick, you know, to keep in mind. It's also the same thing why people can be outside at an event, and some people are terribly affected by the sun and the heat, and some people have absolutely no problems. Some people are just, they tolerate it much better. Some people are better hydrated. Some people are eating a lot of water-containing food, lots of fruits and juices and salads and things in the summer. They're not overeating. They're not bloated. They're not full. You know, they're just eating a really good quantity and quality of food. They're drinking plenty of water, hydrating, popsicles, all that good stuff. And some people are not doing anything extra. And sometimes they, it, it shows up and they experience the ramifications of dehydration. Is luck part of it too? Yes. I have friends that do landscaping. They do outdoor work. They work at, on building. They build homes. Uh, they're laying cement. They're putting up fences. I have people that are farriers that are working on horses all the time outside. Um, so they're exposed to the heat all the time. Have they learned to adjust to it? Yeah. I mean, I'll see them after being outside eight hours in the sun. And I'm just like, how are you doing this? And they said, well, I'm used to it by now. Plus, I drink a lot of water. I take electrolytes. And my body has learned how to adjust to it. Is it something you can your body can learn? I guess. Do they have days when they're absolutely just burnt out and they can't handle the heat? Of course, they're human. So the thing is, it comes down to preparation. Have more fluids in your system. But do the things that you can control. Take your minerals every day, bring in some extra magnesium, put trace mineral liquid drops in every single thing you drink. You know, I was visiting a friend in the Midwest a while back, and we were talking about electrolytes and all that kind of stuff and how I try to add it to my beverages. And I was in his kitchen and I poured myself a glass of ice water and he came out and I had my little bottle and I was putting my 10 drops in my glass of water. And he goes, oh my God, you actually do add that to I said, I told you. I said, I try to add it to everything that I have control over where I am, and I have that control. I do. You know, so if you get water on a plane, a water bottle, I take a sip, and then I usually add a power pack to it and a couple extra five or six drops of the liquid. Shake it up and drink it. It's just, for me, it's just routine. You know, just trying to keep myself as healthy as I can because I've had those toe-curling cramps and stuff. I felt heat exhaustion before. It is terrible. And I don't like it, you know, so 
you never know what you're going to come into weather-wise. You know, you walk out of an air-conditioned airport, you walk outside, and it's 95 degrees and 95% humidity. I mean, you can go from feeling really good to feeling really wrung out in a very short period of time. Or you walk out of the airport, the baggage claim at Las Vegas, and you've been gone for about a week or so, and you walk out, and then all of a sudden you're like standing in front of a hot blow dryer. You know, so you can't control that. All you can do is control how you and your body reacts. When you go to Stay Healthy Health Food Store, they're going to give you suggestions. They're going to recommend electrolytes and taking minerals and using magnesium, kicking up some of that topical magnesium that you can rub into those sore muscles that have cramped. That stuff's amazing. I never, ever thought that it would actually really do what it does. I've used it on muscle injuries. I've got friends that, that are uh, ropers and people that work with horses um, that use it and apply it. Uh, very, very beneficial for the muscles. Don't forget about the topical CBDs. Uh, you can roll those on for those sore muscles as well. Uh, Irwin Naturals uh, makes a gel, a cream, a balm, and a roll-on. Um, some of them have been out for a while due to the factory had burned down in California, but they're, they have completely remade everything. It took them five tries to find a company that could make them to the specifications, but they'll all be back in stock. Some of them have Arnica. Some of them have menthol. Um, very, very effective topically for those sore areas. And especially if you've had a cramp, I don't care what anybody says. If you've never had one of those jump out of bed, find a comfortable way to move your leg to make the muscle cramp go away um, events, it's awful. I mean awful. And then once it finally goes away, that muscle can hurt for days. That's when you want to use that CBD topical or that magnesium uh, liquid magnesium, just rub it right in. Oh my goodness, I couldn't believe the difference. You know, I became a believer the very first time I used it. I remember I came in the store and my neck, I pinched a muscle in my neck and it was so sore. And Marge says, use some of that topical magnesium. And I'm like, really? You know, she goes, just try it. And I did. And by the time I left the store, my muscle wasn't hurting anymore in my neck. And I was instantaneously a fan. So keep that in mind. They're going to be there to support you. You can't get this support at other places where you go. Many places where you go today, you pick up the things you need. You probably have to do all your own research. There's really not anybody there to have a conversation. Now, don't get me wrong. There's very knowledgeable people that are out there in our industry, and that's one of the things that I like the best. But then again, I find places that just go above and beyond. Stay Healthy goes above and beyond. They are educated, informed, they are knowledgeable, they're passionate. And you can have those very closed-door, private conversations with them, whether it's on things like electrolytes or whether it's sexual health or sugar or weight loss or wherever. I mean, they can have those conversations with you. There's no judgment. Just help. Just support. And just helping to give you choices to choose from. You know, opening up doors and pathways saying that, you know, this would be a way to go and you could do this and this, and this would probably be very effective, but there's also this way to go and give you the choice of making those really decisive decisions. They want to help you help yourself make the decisions that are necessary for getting healthy, being healthy, and staying healthy. Because that really seriously is what it's all about. And I don't know what to say. I mean, I really don't know what else to say other than, you know, they make your life so much better and easier and I don't care what anybody says also, it, 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 trying to get healthy is a difficult process. Number one, you have to be ready. Number two, you have to want to change. Those are two of the biggest things. Nobody wants to change and nobody wants to do anything different what they're doing, even though they know that they have to or need to. 
sometimes we have to be actually told by our doctors to change the things that we already know are terrible and wrong. And then we'll usually follow it. But we actually have to be told to stop eating junk and to be more active and to take our supplements and to drink more water and to get more rest and to manage our stress. We have to be told to do it because, you know, we're creatures of habit, man. And habit and comfort zones sound great. But most of the time, they're not good. Just because it's comfortable doesn't mean it's good. It just means it's convenient and it's, um, you know, something that you adjust to and you're familiar with. You know, so enjoy the summer heat. Get out there and enjoy it. Have some fun. But plan. Have plenty of fluids. Make sure you're hydrated. Make plenty, plenty of fluids with you. You know, it's interesting. When I drive to Arizona, I'll take a cooler and I'll have like, six big liter bottles of water in there full of ice. Now, it's I can stop anywhere and get drinks along the way. But if my car happens to break down or I get stuck in a back-to-back, bumper-to-bumper traffic jam or accident, and I'm stuck in my car for two or three hours, and the convenience store is five miles away and I'm not there yet, I'm sunk. So I'm not sunk when I have water. And then I take those waters out of there, I add my power packs to it, I put in some electrolytes, and I'm good. I can hydrate. And that's really, really important. Be prepared where you're going. You're going to the lake, you're going camping, you're doing whatever. Take your electrolytes, take your power packs, take your magnesium, take your topical magnesium, take that topical CBD to use on your muscles. It's important. It's not difficult. If you have a crew that works with you or for you and they do landscaping or building or construction or pool work or uh, they're working out of the yards and they're outside in the elements every day, supply them with one of those big coolers on their truck. Fill it up with water. Throw in some good lemonade, you know, some natural, maybe sugar-free lemonade or something in their beverage that they like. And then add those electrolyte drops and then have peace of mind that every time they drink, they're getting electrolytes. So they're not wrung out, so they're not exhausted, so they don't end up with heat stroke and sunstroke, so they're feeling better. And they're able to do what they need to do and not have to worry about feeling terrible. When you come in from outside, drink a big glass of water. Throw some electrolytes in it. I have a friend that he works in his yard for about an hour, then he goes in, then he goes back out, and he just built a huge greenhouse. So out of the greenhouse, he's able to stay in there a little bit longer Um, He does have some air conditioning um, units that he put in there that he can turn it down so it's not too cold, but it keeps it cooler when he's there. Then he turns it off when he's not in there because the warmness helps the plants. But when he's in there, he loves it. He also put a refrigerator unit in there so he has plenty of fluids to drink while he's there as well. Because now sometimes he'll be out there three, four hours working with plants and he does bonsai and he raises orchids and things where he just has great music playing and that is what he does. He is retired and that is his whole world right now and loves it. Brings his dog out there. He has a huge Great Dane, takes the Great Dane in there. Great Dane's got a bed uh, because it's a pebble floor. He has one of those doggy pools in there. The dog will jump in there and cool down. It's preparation. That's what it is. But don't do it on your own. Go to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Stay Healthy is Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. 
They're your one-stop full-service location for good reason. They carry the best. They're a fully-packed full-service store. They have great prices, the most knowledgeable staff who are educated, informed, relevant, passionate, and ready to have a conversation, a dialogue, and answer your questions. You can't find all of that anywhere. But they have it there, and they always have. And it's a philosophy that they always will have. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. The hours, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Don't forget about their webpage, newly revamped. Great, good things coming up. Make sure to enter your email. Become part of that webpage family so you'll be privy to extra specials, coupons, and all that good stuff. And while you're there, you can actually print a coupon to use on your next visit. And you can also listen to any of the on-demand podcasts of my show that are always available for you at their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Now, today people are busy. People are on the go. People have heavy schedules. Um, sometimes we always can't get in to get what we need, and then we forget, and then it's months later, and we're like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I stopped taking that. I was doing so well. You don't need to do that. Call Stay Healthy, 877-2494, 877-2494. They can get it together, and you can pick it up, or have it mail order to your business, to your house. Whatever works the best, whatever allows you to stay in your and on your journey. It doesn't have to be difficult. We just need to be a little bit more organized and we need to just take the time to, you know, really prepare ourselves. It's hot outside. Yeah, it is. Protect your skin with sunscreen. Protect your body with plenty of hydration and water containing foods. Put electrolytes into your system to make sure that your muscles are not cramping. Pace yourself. Plan your outdoor activities accordingly. Make sure that your kids are hydrated, that they're sunscreened up. You know, if they're in the pools all the time, remember, put a couple drops of garlic or squalane oil in their ears. A lot of times will prevent those pool chlorine ear infections, so that helps as well. So my thought for the day to leave you with is preparation is really, really important. Simple things like water consumption, using electrolytes that we take for granted. Don't wait until you're cramping up with problems. Be more preventive. Use electrolytes. Use the power packs. Take magnesium. Drink water. Eat food and water-containing foods. And remember to rest and keep yourself cool. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday from 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health and well-being. With the best guest in the industry, helping us all to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are available at stayhealthylasvegas.com. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store, Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. The store hours, Monday through Saturday from 9 to 6 p.m., closed on Sunday. Stay Healthy provides exceptional service and outstanding knowledge every day. I hope to talk with all of you soon. Stay healthy.